Welcome to Mulks TV Talk Daily for Monday the 11th of December 2017. Mulks TV Talk Daily brings you all of the news, ratings and reviews of content in the Australian television industry and a little bit of something you can watch tonight. Welcome back to Mulks TV Talk Daily. I'm your host Steve Mulk uh, and let's get into what is looking to be already a busy week of TV news. Now, a few things. Let's start with the easy stuff. Overnight in Sao Paulo, Netflix held a panel at CCXP, delivered a whole bunch of information, a whole bunch of trailers, including the trailer for the final uh, episode of Sensate, which they've cancelled, but thanks to fans, they've gone and done uh, a little finish up. The big one for mine was the announcement that not only are we getting Jessica Jones season two, uh, but it's going to premiere on March 8, 2018. 13 episodes, season two, all of it post. Um, season one, and of course uh, Jessica's time within the Defenders. Uh, I think this is just hotly awaited already. Kristen Ritter stunning as Jessica Jones. The writing was great, um, and even just the, uh, the the cast that sits with her: Rachel Taylor, Carrie Ann Moss, uh, and Eka Darvel. Um, two great women and a great dude that do a phenomenal job. Like it's a really strong female-led cast, uh, and they've thrown in a couple of extra people there. Yeah, cannot wait to see it. Jessica Jones Season 2, that's going to be big watch. Today, SBS have announced not only a new look for their news, uh, logos and those sorts of things, but they're definitely delivering us tonight a new set and an SBS News app that you can download uh, and use to keep in touch and catch up with all of the new stuff. Particularly helpful if you're looking at content from overseas. Um, SBS World News team do a great job, not just internationally, but also domestically, uh, led by Janice Peterson, at least as the host. Uh, I think this is a great addition to SBS's arsenal. And to be fair, it's a bit long overdue. Ten dropped a massive bombshell this morning. We all knew that Lisa Wilkinson is going to uh, Ten. That's a done deal. But they've announced this morning that she is the air quotes executive editor of Ten Daily, effective January 2018, when she can start working for them. Now, according to this, it's a website that people will be writing stuff for, and with her extensive experience as a journalist and presenter, um, the, she's the perfect person to lead the editorial direction. It will deliver, this is 10 Daily, smart, snackable, and highly shareable video content stories largely designed for the mobile experience. If a PR person didn't write that, then shoot yourself in the face. <sighs> I'm not sure this is the smartest move for 10. I think they have some great content that they'll be able to play into it, Certainly the fact that they're including, um, uh, you know, a, a people across the board. And, of course, that Lisa also has a, a project role that's going to be helpful. Uh, but, yeah, 10 Daily is moving into an already flooded market of stuff that, unless this is just going to be cat videos and whatever, and I wouldn't have thought so, that's certainly well below um, what Lisa's capable of. It just feels weird. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But uh, I'm happy to be wrong on this. I'm sure she will do a great job, and I'm sure that it will look wonderful and it'll be marvellous and I'll be this time next year talking about how important 10 Daily is in all of our lives. Sure. Um, the other bit of news is, look, there's no question My Kitchen Rules 2018 is going to be a hit for seven. They just managed to churn this sucker out and it just works. It is massive business. Um, but to throw into the mix for season nine next year, news on the weekend that an all-girl team has been kicked off the set of My Kitchen Rules after a simmering feud with a male t contestant team boiled over at their hotel into an off-camera scuffle. Now, firstly, producers Devo. 
they didn't get any footage of this. They would have loved to be able to include that. Second, it's going to be awkward as to how they then include them and then don't include them unless, very expensively, they decide to completely reshoot this round that these teams are a part of. Unless they're too far down the track and this is like the second or third round, in which case they're just going to have to have the big, you know, we've called you together and we're going to talk about the fact that this happened and now they're not with us because they said inappropriate things or did things that were horrible. Certainly the behaviour is unacceptable. Um, but... This is PR that Seven couldn't dream about. This is huge that this is going to be a part of it and guaranteed that these women um, will now be uh, lined up as the bad guys from the get-go. There just won't even be a thing in it. My Kitchen Rules Season 9 kicks off from the 29th of January uh, and like enjoy. It's just going to be bigger than the proverbial old man in a chariot. When we talk about the second week of the summer non-ratings period, the things are bleak. If you are leaning, uh, as a commercial network is, on the ratings of people watching your programs, no. No, it's not happening this week, honey bunny. Um, seven won Sunday night. Uh, in that, the first um, number one program was Seven News, followed by Nine News. Uh, what a difference not having the cricket makes on Hey Channel 9. But this is with Nine winning Sydney and Melbourne. Uh, and 7-1 Brisbane, Adelaide, Perth. So, like, it's just that kind of... Up. Now, I will point out, 7-1 uh, Adelaide by 6,000 viewers. That was a slim margin for Adelaide. It won Perth by, like, 76,000 viewers. Like, it's daylight in Perth. Everywhere else, kind of close, uh, but that was a huge, uh, huge gap there. There wasn't much on. That's the flip, too. There was hardly anything to watch. There was some big bash cricket, which did all right for 10. By all right, I mean 276,000. It's never going to pull what uh, men's cricket does because that's just a thing. Um, But the flip side is that, uh, you know, 10's offering coming out of uh, Family Feud runs into Bull, which is still first-run content they're dropping out of the US. And a first-run episode pulled 255,000 viewers. Like, no one was watching it really tapered. The ABC pulled some stuff with the final George Gently um, 60 minutes and Sunday night in their summer modes battled it out a bit, uh, but that's really it. Like there wasn't much else going on, um, and that's a tough one. Wisdom of the crowd tanking 209,000 viewers for the first step, but they are burning that off because it's now been cancelled in the states. Only 13 episodes of Wisdom of the Crowd will be made due to some allegations apparently around Jeremy Piven, uh, Weinstein style. Uh, to give you some indication of what the catch-up figures are like, let's look at last Sunday. Now, while Bull did 288 last week, it added 109,000 viewers recording it. So, talk about percentages, right, and and how that skews things, 38% uh, increase. So, it's huge in that the way that sounds, but it still only dragged it up to just south of 400,000. But it's not bad, like, and and then it really does taper from there. NCS New Orleans, uh, which wasn't on, I thought, but anyway... Uh, and Friday on my mind are the next biggest ones, and then it slims down to like tens and twenties uh, of people taping things. Uh, but critical where these seven-day catch-ups, and that may increase probably another ten or twenty thousand for Bull um, over the twenty-eight-day increase. So that's a longer game that we need to take into account. Not even in the top five for ten in their catch-up. That was Sisters and something else uh, on VPM. So stuff that's coming off ten play, uh, but an interesting call nonetheless. How are they going to keep people interested? Well, the short answer is they're not. Nine are just marking time, as are ten, until they can show more cricket. Um, 
and it really is lining up to be big numbers for the streaming services as they continue to roll out content right up to and through Christmas. Amazon, Netflix, Stan, they are the places to be, people, if you want to watch telly. I wanted to get in early today with some suggestions of what you can watch because there's some pretty good stuff flying around. The uh, mid-season uh, eight finale of The Walking Dead, pretty amazing. Like, you have to get into that. If you're a fan, you'll be all over it, but I've got to tell you, I've been lucky enough to watch the first step, and wow, straight off the top, wow, it's pretty great. Um, lots of stuff obviously gets set up. There's continued confrontations with Negan and the survivors. Um, stuff that I don't want to spoil, but really is... Uh, incredible to check out The Walking Dead Season 8, uh, Part 1 finale. Uh, that's later today and tonight on FX over on Foxtel. Um, if you are a fan of comedy festivals, Joel Creasy is hosting the 2017 Comedy Festival for 10. Uh, his wrap-up on that tonight, it's always pretty good. You just get to see you know short segments of some of the best. Plus, Joel intercutting interviews with usually Aussies. Um, it, it, he's good. He's very, very funny. It's great to see that uh, get on air. Uh, otherwise, 9pm tonight, ABC Comedy. Tonightly with Tom Ballard, I'm really looking forward to week two. After it built so well across week one, uh, I think there's a lot of stuff there that we can start to take advantage of and start to uh, enjoy as that just continues to hone and um, become, uh, I guess, just tighter. They're starting to find their voice, and that's the important thing in any comedy, particularly when you're writing for TV, is that you just start to find you, your voice. And doing that means that you just get to uh, be able to line up a whole bunch more. I've got a heap of previews that I have to watch this week. I, I dropped a review on Wolf Creek Season 2, which lands on Friday. Um, if you're a fan of the series, uh, because of its blood and guts, you might be disappointed. If you wanted to check out something that is excellent thriller content, then Wolf Creek Season 2 on Friday is, is the duck's nuts. It's really great. Um, if you're after some stuff that you can maybe start binging or watching uh, in the off-season or, or over summer now, I'd recommend straight away you get onto Friday Night Lights. All season f uh, five seasons of that are on stand, uh, and that's certainly worth enjoying and checking out. Um, alternately, you can get into Black Mirror, which has a new season dropping in two weeks, Friday two weeks' time, uh, and I've got that to start previewing as well. So there's lots of great TV uh, that you can get uh, connected with and watching uh, and being prepared for as we line up for, well, Christmas and then uh, the, the rest of summer ahead of us. Thanks for tuning in to Mox TV Talk Daily. Uh, I hope you're enjoying it. Send us your feedback. What I want to know this week is your best and worst TV for 2017. What is your favourite show or the show that you had to keep watching, your best find, and what's the TV show that you watched and just went, oh... That was horrible. Um, don't give me worst TV shows that you heard and you thought were bad. I want to hear um, the TV shows that you watched that you thought were amazing and that you thought were horrible. Social media, hashtag them. Hashtag best TV 2017. Hashtag worst TV 2017. This is what I want to hear. I want to hear it. We'll talk about it more this week. Uh, but I want to get what you think was the best and I will drop some of it uh, across the week. And with my article coming out on DecidedTV.com later this week of my best and worst TV, uh, I'll give you my, the definitive list of what was good and what was bad. Get me on Twitter, get me on Snapchat, get me on Insta at Steve Malk. Find me on Facebook or, of course, at DecidedTV, uh, where I'm writing, DecidedTV.com. Hope you have a great day. Chat with you tomorrow.